Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 12th of January 2022. The time is 2011, and it is Wednesday. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to <coughs> have my uh, final exam. Not uh, the entire exam, of course, but uh, the first uh, exam of many to come. And then I have to go back to work uh, in order for me to make ends meet again. So when you are an apprentice, you uh, get opportunities to learn the trade from the ground up. You learn something new every day and you learn uh, things that you perhaps did not realize. And in that process, you become a person who thinks in a certain way. Uh, for example, I have I had just um, visited a, a thrift shop or thrift shop uh, that I was uh, working uh, in when I was unemployed. And of course, we had some coffee and some uh, cake. And uh, we have <clears throat> we had a good uh, talk or discussion about the current event of the world. And of course, I noticed right away, as I usually do, that the conversations only really was surrounded by this uh, disease that is a common cold that we are only hearing about through the masses of the mainstream media, through the radio station, but also through our cell phone. We are constantly being bombarded with a certain opinion about this disease. Mainly, of course, that we now can have an open discussion about each other's diseases, about if you have had the jab or not, if you have... <coughs> shun yourself a little bit from society if you are different than the rest of people surrounded you, uh, surrounding you. And of course, <clears throat> in this process, we, we tend to take the opinions of the masses as our own opinion, of course. And in that process, you could ask yourself, is my opinion really my opinion or is it just the opinion of... Uh, others, or of uh, <clears throat> a mass mind control game that the elites are playing on us. Meaning that <clears throat> we human beings is, of course, naive in nature. We love to see each other uh, strive. We love to see each other have a good and happy and decent life filled with good uh, experiences, uh, filled with good and joyful people in their lives because it affects us in a positive way also. <clears throat> so, so when we see the politicians and we see in television that the experts is talking a certain way, well, of course, they have to be smarter than we are. So we <clears throat> tend to take their opinion as a more valuable one than uh, the general population. So that the general population actually, it is not their opinion that uh, matters, but it is the opinions of the experts and the <coughs> general masses 
is being persuaded in a certain way to take on the experts' opinions and, of course, the opinions of the government. Because we human beings, we see it as uh, beneficial for us. We have to, of course, agree with uh, <laughs> the politicians, uh, of course, also the rulers behind them, that what they are doing is rightful and what they're doing is not uh, evil. Because once the dig is up, once we have realized that they are simply just con artists that are lying and persuading us and moving us in a certain direction, then the game is over, of course. Uh, what I mean by that is, of course, that if you believe that everything everything that you have heard all your life is the truth, of course, coming from the government, coming from the dead object that we call our best friend, well, of course, it's very difficult for me to just snap my fingers and get you to realize that reality may not be the reality that you uh, have been used to. Because we, as humans, get used to a lot of things. Uh, for example, people in North Korea has gotten used to their oppressors. People in China has gotten used to their oppressors. So it should not um, surprise us that we also in Denmark have been gotten used to our oppressors. Of course, we are not oppressed merely as, no, uh, as uh, the, the persons in North Korea or China. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that if I look up through history, the history books, I can only see that... Uh, the civil population of a country have had a tendency always to obey their rulers and it has not always been so beneficial for them when they simply just obeyed. So this um, notion of uh, simply just obeying, you could um, look, at, look, like it, look at it like we are cattle and there is a sheepdog or a yeah, or sheep, maybe, that we are simply just guided a certain direction. And of course, it is the fear of being bitten that um, convince, convince, convinces us <laughs> to, um, to go in this direction that we are prodded at or we are uh, at the sheepdog level, we are afraid of being bitten. So can we actually see the fear that is being put in us of the fear of not obeying? Because if we can see it a little bit, we have to ask ourselves, well, is it really our opinion that we have or is it the opinions of our oppressors? And what is the end result, of course? What could the end result be? Well, of course, up on through history, we human beings, we have fallen very badly in the hands of very evil people. Why? Well, of course, as the good book says, the whole world is in the evil's power. So, of course, it shouldn't surprise us that the people who worship him gets the spirit of the world 
then it is a very evil spirit. But it is also a very deceitful spirit. It is a con artist spirit. And of course, it is very manipulative and it is perfected in a certain way. So the vast majority of people are not realizing the mind control, the game that they are under. And of course, I'm here to tell you that perhaps you have been under this mind game for so long that you have not only gotten used to it, but if people like me come along and tell you otherwise, you are simply just dismissing me or even calling me names, even putting a tinfoil hat on my head. And of course, this is the easy route out because it's very difficult to face uh, the truth if it simply just stares you straight in the face, of course. Because if the truth is, as I have been explaining many times, that there is a ruling class, a secret society of elites, families, that have been, been manipulating people into um, a certain way of thinking, a, a certain way of obeying, but also have been pushing this uh, New World Order agenda or the Great Reset agenda for, for many, 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 not thousands of years, but many, many years, because they want a society or a world government where there is one army, one police, and one religion, of course, the Luciferian religion, of course. So this is the direction that we are all headed And when I talk about uh, the passport on our phone, uh, the point system that are going to basically shun people from society that are coming, people uh, shock their heads in disarray because they know, yes, we have this passport, but this is beneficial for us. So you see that We have something on our phone. I'm not saying I have, but a lot of people, the vast majority of people, have this thing on their phone that can control them, that can decide where they can and cannot go in society uh, at the threat, of course, of a, um, a disease coming to get them and their loved ones. But in the future, they, the New World Order knows they cannot keep this um serrated up so they need to have something that is constant at this point system could be a beautiful thing for the new world order to really get us humans uh, deep indebted with them so that we cannot really get out of it you could say that people of china or people of north korea they are really stuck with their rulers because the military and the police are put in place uh, for them to obey uh, the government's every command. And if the civil population does not obey, well, we know what happens to them, really. They go into camps, and they are, it's not very pleasant, these camps. But shouldn't we look in the mirror and look at ourselves or look at our own government and ask ourselves, why do I... Or how am I convincing myself that this is the best government uh, available in the world? Because a lot of people still think this. If you are a, 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 um, 
part of the civil population in Germany, you think that uh, your government is the best thing ever and the surrounding countries is a bit off. But how come we are convinced by this? Well, of course, from the propaganda, from the propaganda machine in every country. Because they always paint a pretty picture of their own country and the rest of the countries are bad. So the civil population get a sense that maybe they are in deep trouble, but we could not go anywhere else to get relief to get our freedoms back, so to speak. But of course, this, when it is a one-world government, they need to consolidate power. They need to have a centralization of power. They need to decide what the uh, entire world population is talking about and discussing. That is why a lot of people are talking uh, about this disease. Of course, uh, this is promoted everywhere. Uh, the Me Too movement also... Uh, the difference between colors, black and white. Um, the constant manipulation on the negative human personality traits that we human all have within us, and of course the New World Order knows this. That is why they are promoting violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, There are social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all the rest of the crap that are owned by a very few pe people that decide what is going to, or what you are going to occupy your mind with uh, on our platforms, of course. And the mainstream media that constantly tell, uh, of course, the mainstream media that is owned and paid off by your government because they decide what can and cannot be shown in television they can manipulate us in a certain direction. They can make us think in a certain direction. They can have us discuss certain topics that are uh, that does not really matter to them. Uh, the worst thing that you can ever discuss is the difference between the poor people and the rich people. Because it is the rich people that basically... And of course, we are talking about the ultra-rich, the 1% of the 1%. These are the people who are constantly manipulating us, constantly feeding us bread and circuses, constantly feeding us entertainment, because then we think that the screen, the dead object that we call our best friend, is there for actually to be our best friend to tell us what to think, to tell us how to act. Uh, so we can see when I look at the world in a bird-eye perspective, you can see that the entire world, including yourself and myself, is actually being affected by this in a very bad direction. That is why almost every person that I talk to is only talking about this disease, because it is everywhere. It is all-consuming everywhere on the planet. Yes, there are a few places left of a certain amount of freedom, but of course, uh, it, it lies in the name, uh, one world government, there can only be one. So, of course, they 
the rulers, have decided that this Me Too movement is going to eventually going to lead into uh, the big news outlet outlets around the world to be shut down, and only a few uh, is going to be remaining. Meaning, of course, it is going to be the not only state-run media, but the state-run media, state-run media that they can control, that they 100% decide what can be put in your eyes and ears. Because, yes, there are a lot of journalists that are not really journalists, but there is also a lot of alternative journalists or journalists that at least try to get some criticism out there. And of course, non-government wants this because the, every government's uh, goal, end goal is to be like China or to be like North Korea. That's the dream scenario for every government. So that is why they are constantly pushing fear around, pushing it in a certain direction. And this direction is, of course, they want us to fear the police and to fear the military uh, taking us away and put us, putting us in camps, of course. That is the end result of every government. And once that is in place, the fear of the general population is going to be so severe, so great, that it is almost impossible for a civil population to get out of it, unless, of course, the military and the police wakes up to this madness, wakes up to the mass hypnosis that they have been under. And, of course, being able to think two or three steps ahead of their education, because they are also educated in a certain way, and this certain way gets them into a certain mindset. The military is, of course, only obeying their orders. They are not really thinking very carefully about what they are doing. They are just obeying orders. That is what they are taught, of course. The same thing with the police, a little bit more nuanced, of course, because they have to obey the law of the land, so to speak. A military put in place really do not have to obey the law of the land. Uh, when martial law is in place, well, the civil population's civil rights is out the window, of course. So we have to really look at the big problems that lies ahead of us, and that is the military and the police that is constantly going to obey, eventually going to look like a lot of the things that we saw under uh, the rule of Germany in the 30s and 40s. Why? Well, because people have a tendency to obey, especially when they are afraid, afraid of standing out, afraid of uh, saying no. That is why it's very important for me to teach you and me to say no to the current events that are going to be in place, the current um, uh, diseases that are going to be vastly put out there in the mass media so that the civil population can become even more afraid so that it, it is not going to only be... a a medicine dictatorship, but it's going to be a, a dictatorship that we have not really fathomed the size of it yet. But when it is in place, the problem is, then it is almost checkmate 
for the general population. But there is, of course, a way out. And this is uh, where I come in. I usually try to explain people uh, their mindset, where they got it from. And of course, now it is up to you to decide if I am wrong or right. And the way you can get out of it is, of course, what I just explained with the garbage from the garbage can, the violent video games, violent movies, and the rest of the crap. You have to decide, am I being affected by it in a negative direction or positive one? If you can conclude you are being positively affected by negative garbage from the garbage can, fine, then my podcast is not for you. But if you can realize that this is bad for you, well, of course, the easy answer is simply just not occupy your mind with it, simply just just not look at it in any way, shape or form, not being affected by it in any shape or form. But then you have to place something in return, of course. And that has something to do with the positive human personality traits, love and kindness, being there for others, thinking positively about others, wanting other people to lead a happy and good and fulfilling life filled with joy and happiness, uh, surrounded with loved ones, surrounded with friends who truly want to be there for them, who truly want to have them strive and reach a certain amount of perfection in their life uh, because you and I know that like-minded people attract each other. And of course, if like-minded people means good and decent and happy people, then it could rub off on me, so I also feel a certain amount of joy and happiness in my life. So that is why it's very important to also be very selective of who you choose as friends, but also be very selective of what you put through your eyes and ears. That is why I have started this uh, podcast, but also when I talk about uh, love and kindness, I also have to talk about the source of love and kindness. Where is the source to love and kindness? Is there like the opponent the opponent of uh, the world or the ruler of the world that has this very bad negative influence on humankind, is there a counteract to this? And of course, I can only say yes, there is. How can I say this? Well, of course, uh, I say it like this. Uh, You and I and the rest of the 7.8 billion people, we all come from the same place. Uh, we come from Legana sperm cell, uh, which comes from Legana sperm cell, uh, which comes from Legana sperm cell, and so forth and so on. Uh, that means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. I see that as pretty intelligent made, therefore there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. I believe that his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One, that we can pray to him and close our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ so that we recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all and it is basically the source of love and kindness that we are talking about here. And of course, we also have to realize Jesus Christ's importance 
to us humans. This is where we human beings actually get our resurrection. When we die, every person on the planet gets a resurrection. But the problem is, where do you or where do you become placed in this resurrection? Do you want to be placed with like-minded people? Well, if you want to be placed with bad-minded people, you have to be a bad-minded person yourself. But if you want to be placed with good, decent human beings filled with love and kindness, you have to be a good and decent person yourself filled with love and kindness. So it, it does not come easy, of course. You have to realize that this is a very narrow path that you can take. It is a very narrow bandwidth. This radio station that I'm trying to tune you and I into has, for a lot of people, been gone their entire life. So it's, of course, very difficult when you find it, uh, and you get a bit off again, and you try to fine-tune it again, and you get a bit off, because we are not used to constantly thinking about love and kindness all the time. We are not programmed for it, of course. The garbage from the garbage can prevents us from ever reaching this uh, perfection of our mind. But it is there uh, if you and I only want to grab it. Of course, I'm not going to say it's easy because um, thinking about this love and kindness, you have to work with like-minded people, of course. And, of course, when I read the Bible out loud, well, it has a lot of, of things to do with the bad, negative human personality traits of us humans. Of course, what we can learn from it, not to be like this. But it also creates a, a void in us. We have really no, nowhere else to go but to, for example, look at uh, the book of Job, for example, and the miseries that he went through. And, of course, the good thing that he also went through when Jehovah God blessed his efforts. But you have to realize that the things that he went through, the misery, could be blown so much out of proportion that we really do not see uh, the things that he could cherish in the end. Uh, because he lost his entire family, uh, except his wife, and of course this tragedy was greatly upsetting to him, also his uh, friends, and of course I'm quotation now, because they were not really his friends. They talk badly about him and talk badly about um, the way he lived his life, because there clearly had to be something wrong with him in order for him to have this strategy to occur. But we, as humans, could see behind the curtain, behind the scenes. We could see that Jehovah God was, uh, in fact, confronted by uh, Satan and his demons. And Satan asked him, well, you are simply just protecting him. You are simply just uh, protecting Job. Let's see if you take your protection away from him, what, what happens? I guarantee you he is going to curse you up into your face. 
So Jehovah God allowed his protection to be taken away for a second and these tragedies to occur to Job. But not once did he ever blame Jehovah God for his tragedies. So we also have to realize that the tragedies of life is not Jehovah God's fault. It is the fault of his opponents, of course, because they have molded the earth into their likings. They have molded the bad human personality traits of us humans a certain way so that we human beings, we tend to think in um, terms of we are so loving kindness as humans and still we occupy our mind with the gar- this garbage from the garbage can, we have basically fooled our mind. We have not fooled Jehovah God, of course, but we have fooled or he- we have allowed the spirit to fool our mind into thinking that good is evil and evil is good. So that is the problem that faces us as humans to counteract this, to turn our entire viewpoint 180 degrees around so that we look at life in a totally different uh, experience or a totally different way of thinking and acting as humans. That's why it's very important uh, important when I read these scriptures that you realize that it is only put there in place for us to really think and immerse ourselves in the scriptures and really understand what we can benefit from these scriptures. Because the lesson of uh, Job's book was, of course, not to blame Jehovah God for our misery, but in fact point the finger in the right direction. Being aware of the spirit of the world that is not so pleasant, do we really feel that it is a disgusting spirit that we are, uh, or we have had, uh, or we are in contact with through the mainstream media, through the garbage from the garbage can? Well, a lot of people, including myself, would say, no, of course not, because we have gotten used to it. We have actually turned our entire magnet system around and is actually attracted by this garbage from the garbage can. So we have to turn our magnet 180 degrees around so we are, in fact, attracted to beautiful personality traits of us humans, uh, dignity, kindness, being there for others, showing yourself to be like the merciful Samaritan, not only in actions, in the extreme cases of the merciful Samaritan, but also in the small cases, the small experiences that you have in life when you interact with other humans. Could you as human be an uplifting person? Could you steer a conversation away from the negative and onto the positive Yes, of course, when I really analyze myself, I can say that I find it very difficult when people all around me are talking a certain way with a a certain topic in mind. It's very difficult. I do not really understand why, but it's very difficult also for me to 
pull the conversation in another direction. It's, uh, I also have to admit to myself that I'm also under this mind control game. I'm also under this spell or this spirit of the world. I am also affected by it. I'm also confronted by it. And also I can feel my magnet system turning around again when I'm confronted with things in society that are or goes against uh, Jehovah God, uh, the Almighty One. So let's uh, get out of that uh, mindset, or at least try to, <laughs> so as good as we can, of course. So let's um, let's examine what I examined the last time. Uh, it was uh, let's see here, the Book of Moses. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. What is it called? Um, it's called Numbers. Let's see here. Numbers uh, 35. 35, yes. <laughs> yes. It says here, Jehovah went on to speak to Moses on the desert plain of Moab by the Jordan and Jericho, saying, Instruct the Israelites that they are to give the Levite cities to inhabit out of the inheritance they will possess, and they should give the Levites the pastures around the cities. And of course, we get to here. Jehovah continues to speak to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, you are crossing the Jordan to the land of Canaan. You should choose cities convinced for yourself to serve as cities of refugees when the manslayer who unintentionally kills someone should flee. So this is a law that needs a bit of explaining to do. Because uh, People were killing each other, and it was a very bad thing. They had to have some law in place so that people st stopped doing this practice, of course. So there were, a, um, I believe it's called a manslayer. Um, it's called, uh, let's see here. Because if one is... Un intentionally kills someone, they have to be able to flee to certain cities in order for them not to be killed by uh, this uh, slayer. Uh, there was a slayer that could, in fact, kill a person uh, if that person had killed someone unintentionally, unless that person uh, escaped to one of these cities. That's the, of course, main explanation. But taking a deep dive into this, it leads a lot of questions <laughs> to, uh, which is unanswered, of course, because it says here, but if it was unexpectedly and not out of hatred that he pushed him or threw any um, article at him without malicious intent, 
uh, malicious intent, or if he did not see him and caused the stone to fall on him, and he was not an enemy or seeking his injury, and the person died, the assembly should then judge between the one who struck him and the avenger of blood, yes, of course, it's called avenger of blood, in harmony with this judgment. The assembly should then save the manslayer from the hands of the avenger of blood and return him to his city of refugees to which he had fled, and he must dwell in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. So it is basically if it is not done with hate or intent, this uh, murder, it is only if it is an accident that these things could occur. If it was, in fact, uh, done deliberately, of course, this man had to be killed. So it was basically an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth and, an eye for, uh, and, a, uh, and a soul for a soul. So it was um, a bit like, you could say, in some countries today, they still have this practice. Of course, it's very bad practice because... We human beings, we, of course, this is also uh, talking about the fear-based society. That people uh, who, did not, who, do, who do not live in a fear-based society tends to run amok. And, of course, uh, these people have to be taken out of society. And this was what they, or how they dealt with it back then. But this is not what we deal, or how we deal with it right now. We deal with it by putting people in jail that deserves it, that has um, has done this on purpose, of course. Something like this is very <laughs> bad. It's one of the worst crimes ever. So it has to, there has to be some justice uh, left for the rest of the civil population uh, that they feel that they can rest assured that people who are randomly killing people for fun or for anger is basically being taken out of society and being put in a cage so that they cannot harm other people in society. And of course, that is a very basic thing that a lot of societies have today. And you can say, well, it's a very good thing. But it's also um, counterintuitive because you could say, well, it is so in our country, but you can also take a military education and you can be put in another country where you should be considered a peacemaker. Of course, this is very counterintuitive because... A country cannot send its military out of that country and say that they are peacekeepers. No, they are basically trying to start a fight, of course, because the in the invade the invading country or sorry the country that are being invaded is not going to take like lightly that you are invaded their country, of course. So they are going to fight back, and of course. Uh, these uh, freedom fighters is also going to be demonized in uh, the soldiers that are coming from our country. Uh, in our country, um, they are only being talked goodly about our soldiers in our country, 
and very badly about uh, what they are fighting, of course. It's a basic tactic that has also been used uh, in, in many um, areas of life where you need to justify an <coughs> unrighteous act. Uh, you tend to demonize the opponents. And of course, the civil population of our country cannot really do anything about it except to accept it, of course, because uh, the mainstream media is going to sugarcoat it so that it sounds as, as, as if we are actually the freedom fighters fighting for our freedoms, but sending soldiers outside of our country to do so. Well, that sounds a bit counterintuitive, doesn't it? Yes, of course. And uh, this is also part of the mind control trick that we have to be aware of. That we could actually be in such a mind control that we cannot really see the forest for the trees. They see the, uh, the way we are being manipulated with. Because I cannot see myself in this society, this society that is 35 to 4,000 years ago. But this was what was the best solution at that time. Yes, it, was a, it would be a much more uh, uh, plausible or good uh, solution if the entire population was filled with love and kindness then murder and anger would not occur, of course. But it occurred. Why? Well, because we human beings, when someone is stepping out of bounds, someone is talking ill about us, behind our back, we feel angry. We feel resentment towards that person. And of course, that is why one of the worst things that we can do is allow other people's tongue to affect us in a negative way. And of course, that is also one of the most difficult things that you can ever do as a human, not allowing other people uh, to talk badly about you or to allow them to affect you emotionally. So not being affected emotionally by bad human personality traits of other humans that is one of the one of the most difficult things that we as human beings can ever try to achieve as humans but it can be done of course we need to know the dangers of allowing other people to affect our mind if you are a loving and caring kind person and that is your core deep inside yourself, you meditated on it, you make it your everyday life, you shun all the bad crap from the garbage, from the garbage can, and you still feel that you are affected by bad negative human personality traits from other humans. Of course, you could argue that it is very natural for you to feel this way. Yes, if you see it as natural, of course. If you see it as a natural part of being a human, then it's, of course, going to be natural for you. 
But what I'm saying is, it's very, it is not very natural for us. Why? Because we as human beings has been raised from an early age to have a mindset that when people step on our feet or toes, we lash out. We become perhaps even violent, or at least we resent another person. We even maybe try to hurt another person, mm, uh, not violently, but emotionally also. Because if they have hurt us emotionally, we have to return the favor, so to speak. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, of course. But this is not what we are taught Um, from Jehovah God today. It says clearly in the Bible that we have to have a forgiving spirit. And of course, it's very easy for me to say this out loud, but becoming a truly forgiving person that forgives other people's unrighteous behaviors, that is some of the things that we need to work very hard on. I need to work very hard on in order for me to achieve a certain amount of stability where I can stand on and say no to bad negative human personality traits that are coming my way. And you have to do the same thing yourself when bad negative human personality traits are coming your way also. That is, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very difficult when we have been raised in the complete opposite direction in our entire life. Because if we human beings have been used to watching violence on television, watching torture on television, we have been heartened in a certain way, well, then our mindset is, is that it is okay. This behavior is actually okay. We know it's not okay. We say it's not okay, but it's okay when we watch it in the movies. Well, why really? Why want you to, or want, why, or how am I uh, attracted by this? Why am I attracted by this? Why can I fool my mind into thinking that it's okay for me to watch it, but it's not for, for me to okay to, to participate in it? It should also be that I'm not going to participate in it, but also I'm not going to watch it at all. I feel very disgusted when I watch it, so I'm not going to watch it anymore. That is a decision that Jehovah God can see in us human beings that he can approve of. So when we start meditating half an hour to an hour every day, and we really immerse ourselves into thinking in a loving and caring and kind way, then Jehovah have something he can bless then he can send his Holy Spirit. But he can only send his Holy Spirit to a person who tries as good as that person can to purify his spirit, to stay clear of bad negative human personality traits, to stay clear of what could affect his or her mind in a certain direction, in a negative direction, and get into a mindset that Jehovah God can bless. So let's just move on here. We have come to, uh, uh, I believe it's Marcus uh, 7. Let's see here. Luke or Mark 7, yes. 
Yeah, and of course we're going to close with this one. It says here, uh, Mark 7, Now the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, and they saw some of his disciples eat their meal with defiled hands, that is, unwashed ones. For the Pharisees and all the Jews uh, do not eat unless they wash their hands up to the elbows, clinging to the traditions of the men of the former times. And when they come from the market, they do not eat unless they wash themselves. There are many other traditions that they have received and cling to, such as baptism of cups, pitches and copper vessels. So these Pharisees and scriptures asked him, Why do your disciples not observe the traditions of the men of the former times, but they eat their meal with defiled hands? He said to them, Jesus, of course, Isaiah aptly prophesied about your, your hypocriticals or hypocrites, as he is written, This people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far removed from me. It is in vain that they keep worshiping me, for they teach commandments of men as doctrines. You let go of the commandments of God and cling to the traditions of men. Further he said to them, You skillfully disregard the commandment of God in order to keep your traditions. For example, Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and let the one who speaks abusively of his father or mother be put to death. But you say, if a man says to his father or his mother, Whatever I have that could benefit you is a korban, that is, a gift dedicated to God, you know, uh, no longer let him do a single thing for his father or his mother. Does you make the word of God invalid by your traditions that you have handed down? And you do many things like this. So calling the crowd to him again, he said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand the meaning. Nothing from outside a man that enters into him can defile him, but the things that come out of a man are the things that defile him. Now when he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples began to question him about the illustrations. So he said to them, Are you also without understanding like them? Are you not aware that nothing from outside that enters into a man can defile him, since it enters not into his heart, but into his stomach, and it passes out into the sewer? Thus he declares all foods clean. Further he said, That which comes out of a man is what defiles him. For from inside, out of the heart of men, comes injurious reasonings, sexual immorality, thefts, murder, acts of adultery, greed, acts of wickedness, deceit, brazen conduct, an envious eye, blasphemy, hoctiness, and unreasonableness. All these wicked things come from within and defile a man. So you see that uh, Jesus here clearly stated that uh, these people who thought that they worshipped God, but they really did not. He gives an example of honoring your mother and father. Uh, but they had made a rule that says if you should honor your father and mother, you should actually honor God first with your money. Uh, so that they actually made the rule of uh, 
making sure your parents was safe and okay, invalid, of course. So that they made the word of God invalid. And then he gets on to say that it is what comes out of our mouth that defiles us, that makes us impure. So it's very important for us as humans to really think very carefully about how we speak to people, how we think about people, because it defines us as humans. It defines us as humans according to Jehovah God, of course. Because he cannot approve of a person who lies and cheats and steals and uh, emerges himself in adultery, but also emerges himself in violence uh, or in a thought process that leads to violence. He cannot approve of it. It says clearly here. So we have to realize that what... uh, what Jesus is saying here is very important, that the way we speak to each other should be a uplifting or should be in an uplifting manner. It should be that we talk to each other in a kind and loving and caring way, that we truly care about each other, that we truly want to be there for others, that we as human beings really from deep within our hearts know what is going to benefit ourselves and others. What's what are going to what can I do to benefit uh, my life experience uh, in such a way that I feel love and caring and kindness in my life and happiness in my life? Well, I need to be very careful about what I talk about, but also the way I talk about it and especially the impact that my words can have on another person. So becoming aware of um, our tongue, the way we speak to each other, is very, very important. And that is where meditation comes in. Because it's through meditation that we human beings get a grip of what occurs deep within ourselves? What is our inner voice really talking to us about? Because when you start meditating, you will realize that your inner voice is not so pleasant towards you. It is very foul. Perhaps it is even these negative human personality traits that Jesus is talking about. Perhaps our inner voice has been trained like this. And perhaps the only opportunity that we have to get rid of it, or at least to turn the volume volume button down on this inner voice, is to really work deep within ourselves in in guidance to or of Jehovah God, of course, asking Him for for guidance in our life. That is going to provide us with the Holy Spirit and provide us with the tools that we need in order for us to get our mindset into a mindset that Jehovah God approves of. So what is the law that we have to obey today? Well, it says clearly in the Bible, we have to love Jehovah God with our whole soul and heart and with our entire being as humans. 
and our neighbor as we love ourselves. Meaning that we have to show infinite love and kindness to every human being that we meet, regardless of their bad, negative human personality traits. And of course, love infinite to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. So it sounds very easy, but in these words lies a great challenge for us humans. But let's take up this challenge. Let's us alter our mind in a positive direction. Let our mind be filled with loving kindness. Let our mind be filled with good and decent words that we need to talk to each other about so we can have a positive impact on human beings that we are going to talk to. Because, let's face it, we are going to meet a lot of people in life that perhaps have negative human personality traits, but also have some of the positive human personality traits. And the trick is, can we pull the positive human personality traits out of a person and leave the negative personality traits behind? Can we do the same thing with ourselves? That is the great, great question, of course, also. So that we can allow ourselves to be emerged with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, His Holy Spirit, and His guidance towards everlasting love and kindness. Let's hope so. Let's pray to Jehovah God that we get there. Let's alter our mind in a more positive direction. Let's do an effort when we meditate to truly get in contact with our deepest inner core and regardless of what we found or find, uh, let's start working from within, which is love and kindness, and outwards. And whenever we find resistance, we have to stop, look at it very carefully, analyze it, make it our own, and of course say no to it if it has something to do with the negative personality traits of us humans, and say yes to it, immerse ourselves in it if it has something to do with the positive human personality traits that we human can have and should have and should be or should allow ourselves to be a part of our personality. So, I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 12th of January 2022. The time is 21.09 and it is Wednesday. Bye.